You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Let me tell you a little bit about Dodge. The Brotherhood of Muscle is looking for new members, and the only way to join is to get behind the wheel of Dodge's only family of all-wheel drive muscle cars. The Dodge Charger, with up to 300 horsepower and 30 miles per gallon, it's the only muscle car in its class that throw you back in your seat and still get that kind of MPG. The Dodge Challenger is the most affordable V8 in its class. And the Dodge Journey, the most powerful three-row all-wheel drive vehicle in its class. And, of course, the Dodge Durango, which is also the most powerful SUV with all-wheel drive availability in its class. Hurry into your Dodge dealership and start your introduction to the Brotherhood of Muscle. Welcome to Castro CarCast. <laughs> this is Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. We got Bill Goldberg on the phone. How are you, Bill? I'm back. <laughs> oh, man, it's just a long traveling weekend. Before we get started, I'm going to tell you that JB Weld is a proud new sponsor of CarCast. This epoxy adhesive brand is used by both pros and experienced DIYers, and they have trusted it for over 50 years. It can be found at retailers everywhere, including Home Depot, AutoZone, Walmart, and Amazon. All right, let's get into this. Uh, we just got back from uh, uh, quite a trip. <laughs> Went to the Goodwood Festival of Speed. We've got plenty of to say about that. I know you do. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, and I and I took a little uh, took a little trip through through Italy as well, which is um, uh, not all that car related, but interesting to say the least. Um, certainly, there the way they have to use cars out there are much different than we do out here as far as what they're able to do and, and whatnot. But um, let's kick it off with Goodwood because Goodwood is such a great event. It's, it's everything we thought it would be and more. I mean, I know we've gone there before, um, but uh, uh, it, it always continues to impress uh, the amount of cars, the amount of people, just the show. The weather was fantastic the whole time. Um, but, uh, <laughs> we might as well just jump right to it. As I'm pulling into Goodwood, I'm with Adam Carolla We're with the crew. Oh, actually I was with Adam Carolla and we went in with Bruce Meyer and he was staying at the same hotel. We know Bruce <laughs> is our big car collector out here in Beverly Hills. Uh, he's, uh, the board of the Peterson museum. He's got an amazing collection of cars, uh, we're staying at the same hotel with him, and um, I think we were riding with him. Or we were following him in. We were in a car. We were following him in, and as we get into uh, the 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 grounds, I just I look left into a dirt parking lot where people are starting to park, and off into the distance, I see a flatbed with a truck on it, and I was like, "Man, that looks an awful lot like." The NASCAR Skinner, truck. That looks like Skinner's truck. That's what, what I was saying. I was like, that looks like Skinner's truck. Could look a little bit like Goldberg's truck. And I was like, nah, they're just bringing it out there. They're just they're just getting warmed up. And uh, we, we hadn't even gotten there yet. Um, but tell us, man, how, how uh, tell us what first happened. All, tell us about your all, weekend. First of all, first of all, you're a dick. <laughs> Look, there's no hiding you this. Know, you, you, you could have you could have prefaced by continuing to say what a wonderful experience it was at Goodwood <laughs> and all the positives. 
not as if literally the event just started. You pulled up and my, my truck was on a wrecker. I had been there for a number of days, Captain Obvious. That's so, right. You were there. You know, yeah, I had already made a couple runs up the hill. Uh, you know, you try to, I, I don't know, how, how can I preface the situation by saying that you know, I'm an underqualified driver at an at a uh, uh, an event that uh, pretty much emphasizes uh, perfection, whether it be in the cars or the people driving them. Uh, you know, and for me, it was an honor and a privilege just to show up there. Not to mention get in an 800 pound or an 800 horsepower Craftsman truck and take it up the hill. Um, you know. I don't know. I could preface it by saying a lot of things, but let's just say that uh, the two things that bothered me going up the hill, going up the course last year, were Gambine and the Flint Wall. And, I, you know, you, I'm not a professional, number one. Number two, it's not a race, quote-unquote, and so you're supposed to take it easy. You're supposed to show off the car and... Uh, you know, it's a it's a lackadaisical event that is a car guy's dream. Yeah. Um, me, on the other hand, I try to take things a little bit too seriously, and I try to best my time each time, and I try to represent in a positive manner. Unfortunately, uh, the two things that I had my focus on, which, as I said, were Gambine and the Flintball, uh, occupied so much of my focus, I kind of forgot to go over the course afterwards, uh, meaning that I assumed that once I got through those two obstacles, it was going to be smooth sailing. Well, <clears throat> I had progressed in my runs to a point where on that particular run, I had made it through those two obstacles as my father would say, uh, farting through silk quite easily. <laughs> and okay. unfortunately, I found myself at warp speed coming out of Flintwall. And I, uh, <clears throat> I uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't hit the brakes. I didn't settle the truck down. I didn't do anything to set myself up for the corner. And I found myself kissing the hay bales. Uh, if I remember correctly, the marshal said that I brilliantly wedged myself between the two bales. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that's what you saw. And, uh, hey, I, all I'm going to say is Richard Petty came up to me and said, son, I thought that was Skinner going up the hill until <laughs> you wreck, until you wreck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so... Hey, at least I let it hang out. I wasn't trying to be, you know, Mr. Race Car Driver. I wasn't trying to go as fast as I could. I was just trying to sequentially get better, and I found myself in a predicament where I couldn't recover. And I, I actually, if you watch, if you watch the replay, I didn't even try. I didn't. I didn't do anything. So. I didn't so do anything except we, slide into the into the bales. We've seen the video, and I'll tell you, <laughs> you were hauling ass, man. Like you were, you were good. And I get what you're saying. Like when you watch it and you see that flint wall, because it's scary. Once you get past it, there's got to be this sense of joy. Going, all right, I made it through that. That's what everybody worries about when they do this course. I made it through that, and and then you know you. 
you, you get a smile on your face. You get a sense of relief, like I made it through that. That's the really dangerous part. That's the part where there's a lot of carnage. And then you forget you're not done. <laughs> like you just like for, for that one instant, like you can't, you know, you, you can't take a breath or blink an eye like you still have to go. And if you've got that momentum because you were really hauling, uh, you, you do have to you can't just you can't lower your guard for just a second. But to that, you know, that being said, you were you were smoking, man. That, that was a very fast run. Uh, this is the same truck or at least the same style truck you raced last year as well, right? Yeah, yeah, and it, I'd been in the truck once since last year, you know, running laps down to Daytona and uh, or Sebring, and, you know, it was, uh, hey, I tried to familiarize myself with the truck in a short period of time, and and you could throw, hey, all the NASCAR guys were, were hanging out around me trying to console me saying Rubin's racing and if he ain't wrecked then you ain't trying hard enough and all this kind of crap to make me feel better but you know at the end of the day it was my responsibility to not wreck the truck to not let him incur the damages the price and hey I turned into Captain Autograph for the next three days and I was an entertainer as opposed to a driver slash entertainer so it really screwed my trip up uh, from that aspect, but I have no one to blame but myself. And, you know, hey, it was a great event. Uh, unbelievably honored to have been asked to go. You know, got to, got to hang out with the petties uh, uh, more than I have throughout the past. And that was a great experience. And, um, you know, each and every year, man, the coolest cars in the world are out there. And, I mean, I know, I know through watching your Instagram that you saw, you know, pretty much every one of them and hey an event to where you drive up and you look at the quote unquote supercar parking lot yeah and it's it, it, it's it in itself is awe-inspiring and then that's just oh that's not even the event you that's just the people who are parked at the event and then you go in and see everything under the sun the santa the you know, uh, every single car that was, it's just a cornucopia of, of awesomeness, man. I mean, that's just the way that I can describe it. And, you know, I look like a dumbass, but Hey, at the end of the day, it was, it was fun, man. And, uh, people showed the utmost respect. And, um, it was a great event. I hope that, uh, I, I, I got on my hands and knees and I, and I begged Lord March to invite me back after I destroyed his hay bales. And we'll, we'll see. (laughs) Um, but uh, you got out of the car fine, right? You didn't. You didn't get oh, yeah. too banged up. Just a little bit of pride, no. maybe. No, my pride got destroyed. Other than that, man, I'm all good. I'm I'm ready to jump and, uh, back. I got uh, back here and jumped in the demon and uh, laid about a hundred hundred foot rubber. So yeah, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll see you in Detroit, kid. Yeah, we're going to talk about that as well. But uh, I'm going to tell you uh, first. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Continental. You know, if you think about all the weird things we find in cars, I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified French fries or melted crayons. I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, and the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Well, another thing that'll make you wonder, but in a good way, are continental belts. I bet you didn't know they're OE and tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on a majority of BMWs and VWs. Now, Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V-belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. 
belts that are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has the OE Technology Multi-Series V-Belt for 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. This is the serpentine belt that we have on pretty much every new car. So, hey, you get enough surprises working on your cars and trucks already. A belt shouldn't be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. So check that out. Um, You mentioned the supercar parking lot. The weather couldn't have been any better. When we were there a couple of years ago, all those poor Lamborghinis and Aston Martins were sitting in mud. Uh, this year, it was it was great. It was wonderful. There was some cloud cover the first day. It, it even got warm on the second day. Uh, but uh, cars cars were doing well. Cars were gripping. Cars were running fast. Uh, there's always the showmans out there that have a good time. Uh, you know, uh, Vaughn getting junior doing donuts and getting sideways, and and F1 cars doing three sixties in the middle of the crowd. You know, in front of the crowd and. Uh, it, there was a there was a whole show going on with with motorcycles, and then still I don't know if you ever checked this out, but off in the woods up there is like a rally event going on, and I never got a chance to go up there or even check that out. There's so many things going on, but there's there's rally cars up there. Did you even know that, Bill? <laughs> oh yes, I knew that, Mister DeAndre, because I wasn't driving at that point, and I had <laughs> I had so much time to walk around. And see the things that I hadn't seen before because I had a responsibility prior. But, oh, no, this time I had relinquished that responsibility because of my inability to keep the truck out of the hay bales. So, yeah, I I found clothes that fit me. I I, I found, (laughs) hey, I I found a, hey, Wanda wants a new G-Wagon. So, yeah, that gave me the opportunity to go over to Mercedes and have them throw me the pitch on a new G-Wagon. So, yeah, yeah, it it was very fruitful. There was, a, awesome. there was a whole BMX show going on, people doing all kinds of crazy stunts and tricks with that. Um, like you said, you know, it, it's – look, you were at a commission a little bit early as far as driving. That's a super bummer. It would have been great if it was at least a couple days into it so you'd get a little bit more seat time. But there still is something to say about being able to just grab a beer and walk around and look at this stuff. Um, when Adam and I were out there. We were filming a bunch of videos. Uh, we've got something like 10 videos. Uh, uh, you're in it, of course. Thank you so much for participating in that. Uh, I know Nate went out and filmed and did some interviews and stuff with you, so you're going to be part of that series. These videos are going to be on the Vero social media uh, platform, and, they're, and we're doing five-part series for Motor Trend On Demand. But we kind of we kind of committed a little too much. Like we had to do all of these interviews and all of these videos, and and they were fantastic. We want you guys to see that. But come Sunday. Adam and I were there, and we had to catch a flight in the afternoon. We're like, we just need to like wrap the next last video so we can grab a beer and walk around and look at some of these cars and look at some of these events and go to some of the vendor booths, like you mentioned, Mercedes and you know Ford has a booth there and and McLaren and 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 uh, uh, Lamborghini. We wanted to walk around and see some of that stuff. So on Sunday, we did get a bit of an opportunity to do that. But, uh, man, the cars that you see out there, um, uh, there was a, a, a Shelby Daytona Coupe. Uh, some people were telling me it was a replica, but now they're telling me it was a real car, and whoever drove it drove it like they stole it. Um, uh, I think you're going to see one of the videos is, um, is Nick Mason's 
uh, Ferrari 250 GTO, and I think we might have touched on this. Um, we either touched on it on on CarCast or even Adam might have mentioned it on the Adam Carolla show. But uh, Nick Mason is the drummer of Pink Floyd. And in 1977, he bought a Ferrari 250 GTO, only a handful of these made. He paid about $50,000 back in the day for the car. And at the time, he's like, that was a really big purchase. When you do the conversion, you know, uh, of what it would be today, it'd be like $190,000 car, something like that. And he's like, in 1977, that was a big deal, right? He still has the car. He was there. He was racing the car. And that 250 <laughs> GTO has got to be $60 million, if I had to guess. You know, the, the most expensive car sold uh, privately was recently to the owner of WeatherTech floor mats. That guy paid $70 million for one of these. And there's one coming up at RM uh, uh, in Monterey, and it says in excess of $45 million is the estimate. But it, it if they sell this car, it'll be the most expensive car ever sold at auction. I think the record right now is like $38 million or $38.5 million. Uh, so... To see Nick Mason's car there, to see it on the track, and uh, and to be able to go over and talk to some of his crew about that car is amazing. But this is what we're talking about. It wasn't it wasn't in a fancy tent. It wasn't on a podium spinning around in circles. It was just in the paddock with every other car. It just yeah, what we're saying is 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 every other car is awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so so was the the '94, you know, uh, McLaren F1 that was racing out there, just overlooked by everything else next to it because it it doesn't it doesn't stand out there. You know, um, the most unbelievable cars in the world just blend into the background at an event like Goodwood, and it's so cool that you know by the end of the week. You're pulling into that supercar parking lot, and you're not even looking at the 25 McLarens to the right and the 50 Lambos to the left. And, you know, oh, I, I saw a, 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 an HO, a 70 HO Trans Am down there, you know, Gurney's car. Yeah, that Gurney um, Mustang was great. Just wonderful, an, a wonderful array of vehicles. And I, I don't know where else you can see that. And even better than the vehicles are the guys who are driving them and the girls who are driving them. I mean, it doesn't matter what you step out of, whether it's a 800 horsepower Craftsman truck or a 40 or 50 million dollar, you know, Ferrari. When you take that helmet off, you're a car guy, you're a car girl, and uh, you can you can completely understand the person next to you, no matter what they're driving. And and it's just a cool event. I don't know where else you can do that. Um, I just I just don't. And it's it's an invaluable invitation to get year after year yeah it's about it's about an hour and a half from heathrow airport and uh put it on your bucket list put the goodwood festival of speed on your bucket list everybody when you get a chance plan a little vacation uh take a few days try to get out there if you plan it ahead of time you probably can come up with some pretty fair prices on on uh on flights, um, you can find Airbnb uh, out in that area in Chichester. Um, it's it's definitely worth going to. Uh, you know, the next thing on our list is we're super interested in classic Lama, 
and uh, they oh, pulled yeah. they pulled old cars um, that had raced at Le Mans and and some others I understand. And now Adams Porsche 935 should qualify for a classic Le Mans, but they did it this year, and it only runs two years. So we have two years. To, to put our plan together to get into this thing. I really want to do it. I think it would be a fantastic event. I'm sure any one of us would love to drive in it. I know you would love to do it. Uh, Adam would love to drive in it. But to go out there, so the way I, I understand that it works is Classic Le Mans is a 24-hour event, like regular Le Mans. Wow. But you don't run your car for the whole 24 hours because these are classic cars and, and they just, you know, and the drivers, you don't have teams and, you know, a lot of guys don't, don't want to put three, four drivers in a car. So what they do is, <coughs> excuse me, you run your car for about 40 to 45 minutes. I think the sessions or whatever this past year came out to be like 42 or 43 minutes. Uh, and over the course of 24 hours, you can get like three 45-minute sessions. So you go out there and you run your car. Then you bring it in and your crew can do some stuff on it or whatever. You're changing tires, brakes, things like that. And uh, and then you can go out again at some point and then again at some point. So I think they're doing like three sessions. So that would be intense. First of all, most vintage racing is, I don't know, it's 20-minute sessions, 25-minute sessions, something like that. Once you start getting into 30, 40, 50-minute, uh, that's when you really start to notice uh, brakes are fading and tires are getting slick. And, and uh, uh, you know, a, a prime example of that is, is, is you know, uh, not that long ago we talked about um, Adam doing that. Um, that Trans Am race, that professional Trans Am race up at Willow Springs, that was an hour-long race. And halfway through, that's when you really start to notice all the differences in the car, and it gets really slick out there. Um, well, you also got to take into consideration the differences in the driver in that long of race. You're right. Guys who aren't, aren't used to driving for an hour, because after I did the, the Viper Cup, you know, those were 20-minute sessions. And, man, that... <laughs> Uh, that will take it out of you physically, mentally, and emotionally. I couldn't imagine doing an hour. You know, uh, I, yeah. That'd be Any, interesting. Look, you bring up a good point. Anything athletic, if I run three miles a day, three days a week for a year, fine. But you tell me to run six miles, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm starting to get winded. You know, look, back when, back when you were wrestling, if somebody said, go do, uh, go do four and a half, five minutes in the ring, and then they say, yeah, but this is a big event, you're going to do 12 minutes in the ring, you'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine like, was like, who, who's going to breathe go do, after that? Go, go do two minutes in the ring, and oh, that's twice as long as you're usually out there. So we'll have oxygen waiting for you. <laughs> right, and, and th- there's no there's no slowing down. You know, in the car, no. in the ring, there's there's really no slowing down. Uh, to do that, you're just not competitive anymore. So when you're out there for forty something minutes in the car, um, it's it's it seems like it'd be a big deal. So. Um, uh, that should be kind of a fun event to look forward to. Um, all right, so you talked about the supercar lot, which was amazing. Um, uh, you're right. There's it, it just looks like a bag of Skittles opened up, and every one of those Skittles cost $300,000. <laughs> the cars out there were, were, were fantastic. There was an amazing air show. Um, what was the, the planes? The Red Arrows? I think the Red yeah, Arrows. Yeah, the Red Arrows. How about the – you know, my goal prior to uh, uh, finishing – was to make sure that as long as I beat the guy who was in the jet pack up the hill, I was fine. 
I didn't, even, I didn't even beat him, but how about that dude? That was wicked. Did, I don't know if he did the whole hill, did he? I don't think so. But he no, was, it was it was a good it was a good story. But no, he didn't do the whole hill. But that that was that thing was awesome. That thing was awesome. That dude was was flying around like putting on a show, like over where the guys do the donuts and the drifting and 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 stuff. But uh, I, I imagine that's tough to fly. But I looked at that and I was like, that's kind of the one thing I'd really like to do there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. I was trying to get a promo film. Goodwood to where I speared the guy and, and stole it. But, uh, maybe, maybe we do that. Maybe we do that next. <laughs> that would be that'd be hilarious. Uh, uh, but I don't know if it's just if it's all air powered or I don't know how it is. There fuel involved or is it just compressed air? That's what we need to figure oh, there's out. There's got to be. There's got to be fuel. There has to be. There's got to be some sort of fuel involved. So maybe you don't want to spear him. Sounds like a bomb waiting to happen. No, oh, no. He puts the thing on a stand. He walks away. Boom! <laughs> I, I nail him, and then I put his suit on, and it looks like a little kid suit. And then I. I I get. I put the thing on, and then I look to the camera and say, "See you, Goodwood, 2019." There you go. There you go. You know, um, our buddy uh, Alistair Weaver from uh, Edmonds. He was there as well. Um, he was supposed to be in the studio with us today. Uh, I think we'll have him come in next week. He'll give us an update on what's going on. But he went, and McLaren debuted their uh, 600 LT, the the long tail uh, version of of their newest car. And he was invited to drive that up the hill. Um, he was one of the guest drivers for McLaren. So uh, we saw the car there. It's it's badass. It's it's basically meant to be sort of a lightweight version of, I don't know, I guess the 675 or whatever model that they're on now. I'm not exactly sure. But, um, you know, like no air and radio delete. And, and, and it's a – it's a – I think they said it was about 220 pounds lighter than the normal car, and it got a little – I think it's a little bump in horsepower. Um, but I'm pretty sure they said that the 600 LT is as fast around their test track as the more expensive 720S. But it's 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 the lighter, racier version of it. So um, – I didn't get to see it run up the hill, but uh, we were filming videos and stuff at at the time. Uh, and then when we weren't filming videos, we were drinking beer. So, well, it, you know, it's nice to know it's nice to know that they're making one for the common guy now. What is, what's, it, what's, <laughs> yeah. it, what's it run? What's the bliss price? I don't know, like three hundred, two eighty something. I don't know. <laughs> there you, there you it's, go. It's, yeah, but that's not. So they have like the sport series, which is the five seventy and the five seventy S, which is great. Then they have the six seventy five and the seven twenty. And then the the Senna and the P1. Um, so we got into that. And uh, I, I know later this week, um, you know, Adam and I will be talking about this stuff as well. So he's got his versions of stories. And we'll we'll talk about him driving his car up there. And we'll talk about we'll talk about fenders. And we'll talk about uh, <laughs> we went into an Indian restaurant. And for some reason, the, the guy that there just all of a sudden just hated Adam. And uh, I think I think the short story is this. It's like we went in and they kind of like sat us in between other people. And it was just it, you could just hear you can just hear everybody's conversation. Just the shape of this place was like it was was like tables at a coffee shop, and 
uh, Adam gets up and goes to the bathroom, and he comes back out, and he sits down at another table in another room, and he goes, uh, and he goes, hey, uh, can I sit over here? And the guy's like, sure, why? And Adam goes, I noticed there was a kid in the other room, and I just want to have a conversation with my friend, and the kid was... Uh, was 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 making some noise and uh, and I, I don't want to bother him. And the guy goes, the kid left. And Adam goes, <laughs> Adam says, "All right, can I sit here anyway?" The guy literally goes, "Okay, but don't blame it on the kid." <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was like, "All right, we're already off to a bad start. Like we're already off to a bad start." And then. Uh, everywhere we went, where you order a drink like a vodka soda or something like that, and they don't really get what that is. They're like, "You want soda, You're like, and vodka." <laughs> so there's vodka and soda. Like, how about bring me a glass of vodka on the rocks, then bring me a glass of soda water or or, or something, and uh, we'll just make it ourselves. <laughs> the guy's like, "I don't understand what you're what you're getting into," but. Um, uh, but we've got a lot of, of that to talk about as well. Um, we'll do that later. Well, this on, week. on the le- on the less refined side, since not everybody had Budweiser, I learned about a new beer called Peroni. So there, yes. there's there's my two cents. It's it's funny because we have Peroni here in the United States at many places, but there they sell it as Peroni or as something else. There's like another label or something for it, but they still called it Peroni because that's what I guess like that's what we identify with. But um, uh, we did try a couple of beers out there. Um, it's funny because uh, you could go all around. Um, I don't know how, how much in, in the UK, but I went to Italy as well, which I'll tell you guys about. And yeah, I just go in and, and ask for a beer. It felt like ordering a beer like in a movie or a TV show because nobody cares about what the brand is. Like you can like you'll do a scene and you'll walk into a bar and be like two beers, and the guy literally brings you two beers. You're, you're like yep. in in this country, there's like okay, well we've got ninety five beers on tap and another three hundred bottle. Like what do you want, buddy? And so you can't do that in Italy. You can. Like if, well, here it's it's here here we're over inundated by craft beers, and so yeah, there is there is there are way too many choices. But yeah, I, so I would love Italy. You're right, but I I enjoy beer and I do enjoy some variety. And I'll tell you, hands down, uh, we've got way more of that out here than than out there. You literally go in there and go, I want a beer, and they say Heineken or Italian. And I'll go, Italian? And they basically bring you an Italian Heineken. <laughs> they, <laughs> they bring you a, a Peroni or something. But uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this Italy trip. Um, but first, uh, I'm going to tell you about Dodge. The Brotherhood of Muscle is looking for new members. And the only way to join is to get behind the wheel of Dodge's only family of all-wheel drive muscle cars. You guys heard this lineup before, but check it out. The Dodge Charger. You can own the road and the pump with up to 300 horsepower and 30 miles per gallon. And the Dodge Challenger. This is your boy. You can take the streets by storm with the most affordable V8 in its class. The Dodge Journey. I've been thinking about this thing. The Dodge Journey is the most powerful three-row all-wheel drive vehicle in its class. And, of course, our Dodge Durango, with all-wheel drive availability, spring showers won't have your tires spinning unless you want to. Thank God it's hot out here. We've got plenty of that. So hurry into your Dodge dealership and start your introduction to the Brotherhood of Muscle. All right. Speaking of Just Dodge. follow Goldberg down to your local dealership <laughs> and order the, the latest and greatest Dodge that 
they're coming out with with 797 horsepower. Oh yeah, God, you know so, I love Dodge and hate them at the same time. You know, I I I haven't got a chance to talk to my friend uh, Kevin Wesley, but uh, Kevin uh, drives a Dodge race car, and I believe he did Pikes Peak in his car. It's like blue and white. Something like that. So uh, we'll, we'll have to find it. We'll tell you. Well, maybe we'll have him call in. So he was prepping a race car for Pikes Peak. He's got Dodge sponsorship. He went up there in a Dodge Challenger. And then after the event, what he didn't tell anybody, the big secret with Dodge is it's this new car you're talking about. It's the new wide body. It, it's like bigger but than a Hellcat, I... but not the Demon. It's sort of the the... The, the pumped up road race version and his was a racing car version of that and that was basically one of the like one of the big tests uh for that car as he did pike's peak in that thing um so you guys heard us talk about roadkill nights we've got that coming up august 11th in michigan at the woodward dream cruise it was the weekend before the woodward dream cruise our friends at roadkill put on this big event um, there's drag racing going down Woodward Avenue throughout the day. Uh, Matt Hagen, Leo Pritchett. Uh, there's all kinds of, of racing that's going on. Um, Goldberg and I are going to be out there. We're going to do CarCast Live on top of Dodge's semi-truck. Chris is going to come out there and wire the thing up. So he doesn't know that yet. <laughs> uh, but, but producer Chris needs to come out there to make sure this is going to work. But they're, they're going to have us on top of the semi-truck looking down. We want to get a big crowd out there. I don't know the exact time. It's probably going to be something like midday lunchtime or maybe in the afternoon. Um, but then later in the evening, they've got uh, like a, a celebrity drag race, you know, heads up event. Um, off the top of my head, I want to say it's you and I. Uh, I think Chris Jacobs. Uh, I think uh, uh, Finnegan and uh, Freiberger from Roadkill. Uh, maybe Christy Lee and uh, and a couple of other people. And now I just found out we're going to be racing just for parody. Dodge Charger. I'm sorry, Dodge Challenger. Hellcat, wide-body, automatic transmissions. All right, so new wide-bodies, but with automatic transmissions, and that'll give everybody sort of a fair, you know, kind of run at it. And I guess it's going to be sort of an elimination deal, and uh, we're going we're gonna to do that. So the unfair advantage is this, is... You're, you're 200 pounds lighter than I am. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> What's your second unfair advantage? <laughs> is your house is like a used car lot of Dodge vehicles, so you can just go open your garage and pick a manual, a, an automatic, so you can get seat time in and start practicing. Because I know you don't have a, a Challenger with a manual, but you've got your Charger with a manual, and you could probably like focus a little bit on like what do you think the good RPM launch is going to be. And I know you're going to be like, I'm going to pick up Gage from a baseball game, and then so you can practice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh God! Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yes, I, I'm probably only a hundred yes. pounds lighter. Yes, you're correct, and yes, you are at least a hundred pounds lighter than I am, which is which is going to make a difference unless I can pull my passenger seat out, so you weigh about as much as that. Yeah. But but um, those cars have so much power. Yeah. 
um, it, it's 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 only going to be a dance between you and spinning the tires. That's it. Um, it's just about launch, car control. Launch control is is almost worthless because no matter where you set it, you're going to spin the tires. I mean, you are going to spin the tires. So it's probably the difference is going to be who's going to use traction control, who's not, um, which is going to be faster. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm going to go out and play around a little bit because that's just what I do all the time. But, yeah, I don't have one of those. So um, it's apples to oranges. But, hey, at the end of the day, man, I, we we got to beat everybody else. Right, um, we we can't be the first ones out. We're gonna be. We can't be the first ones out. Are we gonna be standing around watching everybody else while we drink a beer? And we've done that already. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, here's the other thing I think we should consider. Okay, is this this celebrity heads up uh, event doesn't start till about six or six fifteen. It goes on for about an hour. It's not it's not very long. Maybe it's forty five minutes. There's only a hand there's maybe eight of us or something like that. And we're just gonna go, you know, uh just process of elimination. Just go and go and go. Um and it'll be fun. We like all of those people. We know all of those people. We like all of those people. But because it's at the end of the day, I'm expecting a good amount of rubber left on that starting crown. So we might be able to get some decent traction because they're going to be yeah, running funny good cars and, and, and stuff. So I don't know how they're going to... I don't gonna... care how much rubber's down. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not going to make a lot of difference. But, if, you know, hey, if, but if maybe a little a more on there, it'll help a little bit. But it's... That's... Yeah. You'll see. Oh, yeah. No, I'm with you on it. But certainly a little bit more traction than me trying to do, you know, trying to drag light, drag race light to light down the PCH out here, right? So in the middle of the Absolutely. night. Um, so yeah, just, realize, just realize also that it's not a drag strip. And so it's, it's kind of like going down some of these roads. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be as flat as a drag strip. Yeah, it should be interesting. So it's, it's, it'll uh, be interesting. It'll be fun, man. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a good event. So um, I've never gone to the Goodwood, uh, to, sorry, to the Woodward Dream Cruise. Uh, I've never been to this event. So um, I'm counting on all of you guys to to hit me up with some some social media notes and and and, uh, uh, and if you've done the Roadkill Nights event before, I think they've done a handful of these. Uh, tell me about it. Let me know what we have in store for us. I, I understand it's an epic weekend of drag racing, which sounds like uh, a, a ton of fun to do. Um, it's going to be... So should I wait? Should I wait? I was on my way down to the dealership to order the red eye. Should I wait until the 11th, maybe? Maybe I could get a better deal if we're actually there. I, I, um, or I maybe think... if I win the celebrity thing, they'll give me one? Or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You never know. Um, uh, speaking <laughs> of, I, so we've been traveling. So we've both been traveling. Um, have you done any uh, any updates to uh, to your projects? Because you shifted gears uh, on the well, on well, the demon, well, uh, and then you've got the Hellcat. That is our buddy, be... our buddy Richard Waitis over at MagnaFlow mm-hmm. is housing the Hellcat as we speak, and the parts are streaming in. Um, we're trying to figure out the full commitment of ourselves and uh, JW, and so suspension wise, we're going to start cutting that puppy up and get it ready to rock and roll. Yeah. I don't know. I've been following him on Instagram, and he's been out there with his RC cars all weekend. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it's the only thing—it's the only thing that can 
that can uh, sustain the heat that we're putting ourselves oh. through out here in California that without I'm, you know blowing a radiator. I'm telling you, I'm literally doing that on the BMW. It's a conversation for another day. Maybe we'll get into it next week. I have some ideas on. I think I'm having airflow issues, but uh, uh, we'll get into that later. So, um, Italy, right? I after after Goodwood. The event was like, I don't know, Thursday, Friday. Well, Thursday, maybe like a load-in day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We all went back to Heathrow Airport. We recorded a quick podcast last week in the car on the way there just to give you a quick uh, overview of the events. And then Adam flew home to go back to work. And then I went to uh, Rome for two days, toured the Vatican. You guys saw all my pictures on social media. Sorry, not a lot of car stuff. I didn't see the Pope Mobile, but, um, <laughs> but, but, a, but a pretty amazing event. Uh, a place to go to. Uh, the food's all fantastic. Um, and then I went to uh, Taormina, Sicily. And I went there because a good friend of ours, Courtney Hansen, was getting married. And she planned this epic destination wedding. And I said, hey, I'm going to be out here anyway. I'm going to go. Count me in. Uh, and it was uh, a ridiculous amount of money to spend and way too much traveling, so many goddamn flights. And I got stuck on the way home in London, had to get a hotel and get another room and, and, and blah, blah, blah. Uh. But uh, I tried walking around. You guys followed my Instagram. I take pictures all over Venice of these California cars. We've got great cars. We have such great weather. And I tried walking around getting pictures of cool cars, and there's just nothing there. Everything is tiny. Everything's a smart car. Uh, there was there was a Fiat 500s and a, 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 a Panda, like little shit I've never even seen before. There's scooters everywhere. Dude, you, you felt at home, didn't you? I'm telling you, I felt like a giant walking down the streets and looking <laughs> at some of these cars. Um, I I kind of love that they there's no regard for 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 traffic signs or anything like that. They just like, it's, I don't want to say safety because everybody was like on point. There was a lot of communication between drivers with horns and, and Hey, Oh, Hey, with the hand gestures and yelling. And, and, uh, uh, and I, I wonder, I always wondered why in that heat you drive around like with windows down. It's so everybody can yell at everybody from car to car. But I'm telling you, like, my cab driver was just, he was going through stop signs. Uh, he was riding in the, in the shoulder of the road if there was traffic. And he would just get into the shoulder of the road and just start driving. I was like, hey, we got a place to be. Let's do it. And then these tour buses, we went up to, like, Mount Etna and ate, I don't know, a fucking burrow or something like that. And some... Uh, uh, or donkey or whatever up in the up in the mountains somewhere, and this tour bus was getting down these little tiny roads. I just can't figure it out. But um, I tried walking around, man, and getting pictures of all this stuff. But these things are just tiny. Uh, I, I I will tell you straight up, there's no way you'd fit in anything that they have down there. Like the cab. <laughs> Like the cab is like a Mercedes, or you can get like the Mercedes van or the the Transit van or something. Um, uh, but that's about it. But you you guys can see all the wacky little photos and stuff. It was a great event, but uh, uh, you got to walk. You just got to walk. I was walking like five, six, eight miles every day. So, um, dude, I went. We when when we left, we went to Ireland. Oh wow! And spent three, four days there, and. Talk about walking, man. Oh, my God. I mean, these castles were unbelievable, but I wish I had, like, a go-kart to get me from our car to uh, the castles because uh, some of them were were, were a nice, far little walkage. 
but man, it was it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, definitely a bucket list thing. And uh, as far as uh, scenery is concerned, man, Ireland is, is is pretty awesome. Yeah, I we got to check that out. All we got to do is find a really good racing event to go to out there, so we can ride it all. Well, uh, you know, here here it is, man. The, I mean, you know what's obviously really close to there is the Isle of Man. Oh yeah. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking we try to figure that one out one day. But uh, talk about a, a, an unbelievable event, man. Those those people are absolutely crazy. Yeah. Look, I, I just walked in, and our guy in the shop over there, Sean, he's like, he's like, your photos looked amazing. He goes, but he goes, I still got to tell you, he's like, France is where it's at. France looks amazing. I said, hey, I just found out there's classic Lama in two years. So maybe we can go. check that out. Um, all right, we're going to wrap this up pretty soon, just one second. But I'm going to tell you a little bit about this. We like to do things. We like to make things here at CarCast. That's why we're happy to have a new member of our team, J.B. Weld. I know you've heard of them. Everybody has. J.B. Weld has been America's favorite epoxy for 50 years. If you have a project, big or small, in your home, garage, workshop, or or craft room, and you need a strong, dependable, and permanent adhesive, something super strong, try JB Weld Epoxy. It's super easy to use. JB Weld has a big variety of epoxy, super glue, silicone products for repairing and constructing plastics, woods, metals, and most other services. And you can find it online and in your favorite places like Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, O'Reilly's, Advanced Auto Parts, Walmart, and Amazon. Pretty much anywhere you go, you can pick up this stuff. All the places you hang out, whether you're a pro or an experienced DIYer, it's made in the USA, and it's the best you can use. Uh, so can you love an epoxy? Yes, you can, and we sure do. Your projects deserve the best. It's what we use when we need the best results. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. All right, we got a box of that stuff in the other room. We're just gluing everything together over here just for fun. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel I feel bad now because you lied. I, I thought you and I have the strongest bond. <laughs> we do. It's a JB Weld bond. <laughs> well, well, there you go. Hey, we JB we JB welded it. Yeah. Um, Tell me real quick before we head off, you're going to be heading back into the studio for a little more Forged in Fire, Knife or Death, Season 2. It's probably not going to be for a year before that airs again, I'm not sure, but... Um, oh, no. Oh, no. We turned it around in two months last time. We got 16 episodes we're pumping out. Uh, I'll be out there at the end of July. Matter of fact, that would be in about four days from now. Yeah, it is the end of July. (laughs) Yeah, so hey, there you go. Yeah, I'll I'll be leaving in about three or four hours for Atlanta so that I can bake in an oven uh, doing... uh, knife or death in a uh, in a warehouse downtown Atlanta in August. Uh, can't wait. Looking forward to it. Should be a killer season. But uh, hopefully, I don't come out weighing 125 pounds afterwards. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. It'll be good. And I, I appreciate, by the way, all the hard work that uh, that uh, that everybody puts into this show. We're going to do our best to get you on the phone and have some calls in. And uh, and and Chris is going to come to Michigan for us and. Uh, with us as well and then um honestly i I, i'm trying to figure out what the schedule is going to be um with your filming and then we go to monterey and and stuff like that and i i got an event like next weekend i'm there's 
I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but um, I'm just going to go ahead and tease this. I'm going to go to San Francisco, and I'm going to go pick up a new Mustang Bullet, like a 2019 Mustang Bullet, and I'm going to drive it home and uh, from uh, from San Francisco to L.A., and I'm going to hold on to it for about a week, and I'm going to tell you guys about that new Mustang Bullet. So um, You I'm get go to do there. all the cool stuff. And uh, uh, <clears throat> I was really excited about it, but then I just spent, uh, I don't know, 40-something hours in a plane <laughs> sitting on my ass, and it's driving me nuts, uh, and I don't want to sit anymore, so I'm not going to sit for like an entire week, and then I'll get in that car. Um, all right, so guys, check us out on uh, on all of our social media, all at carcastshow.com, um, all of our uh, our Instagram and Twitter is all at carcastshow. You can follow me at Motorator on Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, and Instagram, all at Motorator. You can follow Goldberg. He's at Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter and Goldberg95 and Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. Uh, guys, thank you for all the wonderful comments about about this show. You guys have been sending me messages on social media. Uh, we're going to do our best to just have some fun and keep it casual and, and tell us what you guys want to hear about it. If you get a chance, hop on over to iTunes. Give us a nice little review or rating. Tell us what you think of the new version of this. And, uh, and we're going to keep... Uh, uh, and we're going to keep at it, and it's going to get better and better as we move along. So, but we appreciate all the kind words you got so far. So, um, and hopefully, I'll be reporting from Road Atlanta, uh, throwing down a couple laps during uh, the month of August. So, we'll have a little addendum there, a little cool. cool that's it. Uh, it. Send us some Instagram videos and pictures and all that stuff, and we'll get to it. Um, all right, guys. So, uh, Bill, have a good trip. We'll be talking soon. We'll be on the phone. I'll see you next in Michigan and uh, for for Chris and Bill Goldberg I'm Matt DeAndrea and until next time keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel ho 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 for the latest updates and call in times follow the show on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at CarCast Show if you'd like to write in fill out the form on CarCastShow.com and don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.